Hey everybody, thanks for listening. Due to the quarantine, we're doing this episode once again remotely. So uh, because of that, we decided to put it on YouTube. So if you would like to watch us instead of just listen to us, go ahead and go to uh, YouTube, search for State of Atlanta, or check out our website, stateofatlanta.com, and find our link to our YouTube video, or YouTube page, I guess I should say, and uh, check it out there. Otherwise, enjoy the episode as usual. Thanks, everybody. Welcome back, Panther fans. I'm David Brown, along with Ryan Graham. Hey, y'all. And Tim Thurber. Hello. And this is State of Atlanta. Uh, I had to go out and get the uh, the sponsor beer for the this whole uh, remote session of recording thing. I like the product placement there, too. It's like... Uh, well, I, <laughs> the mouth's actually on this other side, so I had to do that. Well, actually, that kind of works. Uh, for those listening, this is uh, a Corona, a big, uh, what is it, 24-ounce Corona can. Nice. I, I wasn't gonna buy like an entire case of the beer. That's a tall, tall boy. Oh, did you just get the one? The one? Uh, what are they called? Like magnums or something? Something like that. Yeah. Um, and then for those that are listening and asking why I'm talking about to those listening, uh, we put last week's episode up on YouTube, and uh, we'll probably be doing that again with this one. It was kind of fun. It's kind of neat to do a little bit different. Uh, <laughs> did either of you guys even take a look at it? See what it was like? I mean, I, I looked at it this whole time, right? <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah, Tim, <laughs> I can count on. Tim actually pays attention and uh, wants to make this thing better if he can by masterful video editing. Oh, uh, you think so? Yeah. I was up until was... like four in, four in the morning doing all this. I mean, we actually we stayed up late afterwards. Just <laughs> so it was a it was a rough Wednesday morning. Nice. It was a rough Wednesday morning. Uh, so let's just go ahead and talk about uh, something not normally our thing, but kind of our current events. I wanted to just talk about this whole coronavirus lockdown quarantine thing as it relates to us and Georgia State and, you know, just um, the local area. Nothing really too intense and nothing political because this is something that should not be political despite people making it such. Uh, we suspected that commencement and spring game and spring tour and all that stuff was going to be canceled, which they announced. Uh, I think officially it was announced today that they uh, canceled all those things, but it was kind of expected. Um, which is disappointing, but you're not going to have a spring game in like July or something, right? You're not going to be right. Our uh, spring tour. I mean, I guess they technically do something closer to the start of the season, but not really, right? Yeah, and I think just nobody really knows what's going on, so people don't want to have like definite plans on any date because you could just have to cancel them, you know? Right. Yeah. Right. The concert to go to on uh, April third, uh, right? April third, April second. Uh, it's now been they push it back to November, so um, they're expecting this thing to be done by the end of the year, I guess. I mean, I I hope it's done by like next month, but yeah, yeah. stuff like the the Olympics postponed all the way till next year. I saw. I uh, think was Canada pulled their athletes out, and then I don't know if other countries were as well, but yeah, I think that once this thing is all over and done with, we should try to organize a Panther meetup. Because people are going to be itching to get out of their house and do something. And we've got Already. sports to rally around. So we should try to figure something out. Maybe even see if the school wants to like host something at the stadium or something. Just for a, a little outside uh, uh, beer fest or something like that. I don't know. 
I'd be down for that. I mean, we can we can have let them have a spring non spring game. How about that? Spring tailgate or a summer tailgate or something. Football players could just go out there and kind of practice, but not really. <laughs> They're under no obligation, but yeah, I'm sure there's probably some NCAA rules against all that. They have uh, rules or anything now? They shouldn't have rules anymore, right? Rules right now. <laughs> it's anarchy. Rules. Ryan, this is why you like it, right? All anarchy. No one knows what's going on. Just... Yep, it's crazy. Um, <laughs> yeah. We won't get po- political. Don't egg me on. If you want to get political, go on Panther Talk. There you go. Well, yeah. Uh, so uh, Liberty actually announced that they're going to let like up to 5,000 students back on campus this week. Yeah, I saw. They're doing like a commencement or something, aren't they? Well, the classes, they're letting the spring classes continue. They said the kids paid for classes. They paid for their room and board. They should be able to get their money's worth. So there's like, come on, let's do it. Well, um, ah, God, man, what rules am I operating on? What am I allowed to say and not say? I don't even know, man. You can just talk about how silly they are if you want to. I don't care. Yeah, I mean, I, I bet they just think that God's going to protect them, right? I mean, that's got to be... Yeah, I mean, that's that's the best guess for that school. I mean, I, I also maybe because, like, what, 95% of their enrollment is online. They're like, well, we're not going to stop moving the classes for those guys. Yeah, so right. Let it go for the, the people that come, the kids that come in. But that kind of surprised me um, to see that they were actually were going to have the kids back on once everything else was shut down. I think the state of Virginia actually just shut down public schools for the rest of the school season. There's, that, this year is going to be done with. As far as coming I mean, in, that, so, that sounds worse than it is, though, because that's just that's May, right? Right. Yeah, we still have all of with this half of March, all of April, and then through May. I yeah. Mean, I finished high, my graduating year of high school was uh, June like ninth or tenth or something like that, so it went into June. But oh, I thought it was early May. It used to be. I remember as a kid, it used to be early May that I got out. But yeah, you know, they kept on trying to push more and more towards like this like twelve month school year, so that, like, that more breaks and things got condensed more. I don't know. Yeah, I remember. I remember. I kept having to go in earlier because my birthday was August 11th. So for a, a long time, I'd had like my birthday and party and stuff, and then I'd go back to school like a couple weeks later, and then it got pushed back to where like my birthday was at school. Right. Yeah, I've got four younger sisters, like significantly younger than me, and really I can only remember two of their actual birthdays, and one of them is the oldest, and it was because her birthday was my first day of school that year, like when I was going like sixth grade or something. <laughs> and august 21st so i remember her birthday the two in the middle i can't remember and the other one i only remember is because it's the same uh day of the month as mine so yeah i just remember from growing up in florida like year-round school is this thing that kept coming up one or two years and then we get defeated we never did it in south florida but they might do it now that's a good idea as a child i hated the idea of year-round school as an adult with two children (laughs) <laughs> we'll have to deal with them during the, the summer months. Uh, yeah, I'm all for year-round school. It's well, they still time. give you all the days off. They just give it to you more broken up over the whole year. That works and, out great. That's more like the European plan. Like, you know, you can go take your holiday and do a week here, a week there. and all that yep. kind of stuff. I'd be down for that a lot more. But yeah. Uh, one thing I wanted to say about the Olympics moving. Uh, so we had all the qualifications here for track and field, or I guess for uh, the marathon type stuff. Uh I'm assuming, I mean, it may only make sense. They're not going to do like requalifications come next year uh, for this whole thing. They're, everybody that qualified now is qualified next year. There's, I no way I would, there's no way I would ever qualify for any Olympic sport whatsoever at all. But if I was in this position right now, somehow lucked my way into this like marathon thing, I would totally let myself go. I would try to become as huge as possible. <laughs> I think this 350, I got 12 months to gain 300 pounds, 200 pounds. 
and become this just uh, ginormous guy uh, that's running this marathon. Get, I, I think it'd be awesome. Like it, all the runners are done, and like three hours later, the camera's still following me, shrugging along. <laughs> I hope somebody does that. That'd Would you even finish? I don't even know. I'm sure there's. I mean, they, they have a van to come pick you up or something, right? Right. Well, I saw somebody talking about. <clears throat> no, what you do is you, you're that guy. You just like when you get close to the time that's uh, stopping, you just call an Uber Eats to come pick you up. <laughs> <laughs> have you seen um, this uh, <clears throat> sort of uh, related to Uber Eats um, in in Seattle? Maybe not Seattle. No, wait, somewhere in Oregon. They um, Seattle's not in Oregon. Uh, somewhere in Oregon. I, well, to me, they're the same. So it's leftover Ryan virus going on right now. Oregon. Yeah, uh, <laughs> well, I do still have some crud, but they shut down all the businesses, you know, and so the uh, strip clubs got shut down, and they are starting a food delivery service as as like you know dressed all down. Oh yeah, I think I saw that where the dance Uber Eats. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay, yeah. Uh, I'm all for it, man. They shut down uh, everything here, right? Not not that I'm going to be able to take advantage of it, but. Yeah, some yeah, you just do what you got to do. I don't know, man. Exactly. You got to get creative, right? You actually mm -hmm. think you want to see some of these women like in the light of your own house in daytime and everything? I do. <laughs> yeah. I can affirm. I can affirm phone, right? something that I would like, yeah. Uh, yeah, that's pretty awesome. Um, one of the things that's been cool about all of this, because I'm going a little stir-crazy being in here, but one thing I think is cool is the way the different sports news and like entertainment have been trying to figure out something to make this, you know, entertaining. Like I wake up Sunday morning and I'm scrolling through the news or the, the channels and ESPN two has been rebranded as the Ocho. Yeah, I saw that. Like they had the stone skipping competitions. They, I watched part of the electrician competition, national championship. And these things are from a couple <laughs> wait, of years. Wait, 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 who won? Oh, I didn't watch the whole thing. <laughs> oh, come on, man. <laughs> I don't get to watch that much TV around here. <laughs> my own uh, choosing. Uh, but, uh, I, I don't, that, that was awesome. It was great. Um, I found it a lot of fun. They, but So they recorded this stuff before. This was like the 2019 National Championship, the 2018. So ESPN did have crews out there recording all of this stuff at some point. Just so in case. They need it. I'm like, why don't we have this? This would be great just to have this random stuff. Because I, I'll scroll to the channels and they'll have like the Cornhole Championships on. I'll, I'll watch that. I watch that all the time. I would watch some dude wired electrical box and everything just randomly on a Sunday morning. I did. That was great. Uh, and then Georgia State actually had a lot of fun with it. They were tweeting out on Saturday as if the Tennessee game was ongoing. Did either of you catch this? No. I did not. Hey, did you hear about you – know, do you know what I'm talking about at all? No, no clue. All right, so the Help game, us out. The game started at 3 or 3.30 back in uh, August, September, right? And so at 3 o'clock, 3.30 on this past Saturday, they just started retweeting – or not retweeting, but like – tweeting out their tweets from uh, back in September all over again as if the game was ongoing. Like somebody even replied back, are you guys playing sports right now? Like, no, this is a replay. But it was <laughs> – This is a replay of our tweets? Was, yeah, it was, it was awesome. It was fun. It was exciting. And I went back and afterward and scrolled through their Twitter account, and, like, they had all the, the GIF clips and everything out there. It was exciting to watch the whole thing. I mean, I kind of wish we were kind of over and done with that and moved on past it, but it was a lot of fun. It was something. No, nah, you, you can do like I a gotta pro, I gotta props, props to athletics for doing that. That was really cool. Like we'll that. have a new one this year, right? When we beat Alabama. So, I mean, we're just, we're getting ready for it. Exactly. Another trap game. Yeah. Um, we got to figure out what, what would be the so upset with such an iconic way to do the whole thing with the U and the T. Do we have like what a, 
a Bama upset would be. Oh my God, I, I, I literally just don't care how, because that would be so amazing. Words could not describe. Alabedum, oh, that's stupid, that's bad, that's bad. Uh, let's see, what else was going on that was cool? I did see those tweets, by the way. Um, I didn't know what they were for, but they were entertaining, and they reminded me of Tennessee. I mean, they did everything. They they even had like the clips of the guys like walking out of the locker rooms onto the field and kneeling. That's what I saw. It was, saw. Like, it was yeah. literally as if the game was going on that day. It was really like the same time apart. You know, they they waited. The touchdown was scored. You know, ten minutes into the game, they waited till that time and they they retweet they tweeted that back out. It was it was kind of fun. It was neat. It was a little excitement on an otherwise boring day, just sitting at the house. Yeah. Uh, one other thing that. Uh, the group of five guys were doing, we talked about a little bit about this before we started recording. Uh, so a group of five guys, guys that just cover all G5 football and just football. They're not even into um, basketball or the other sports or anything. Uh, but My kind of guys? Uh, they, yeah, right. They came down to the game. Was I think it was the – wasn't the Army game, was it? It was one of the games where it was all rainy and gross and stuff. I think it was the Army game. Maybe not because it was a game we won. and we Yeah. Yeah. Um, Anyhow, so these guys are trying to do something to make it exciting. And so they did their own, like, March Madness-type uh, achievements for G5 football programs. Um, like, seeding and everything. Like, you know, what is the best thing that's ever this team's ever done as a G5 football program? Uh, one through 64, they put them against each other. They're doing it on this Twitter, and they're doing this voting and everything. Uh, Tim, you actually are the one that brought this up to me. I didn't see it originally. You, you told me about it first. But what was your – first take on it that you didn't like um you know i think it should be all d5 wins not any fcs wins well yeah the, well, the first thing you said was so, why are we a nine yeah we, we were our win our upset against tennessee was a nine seed and southern's win over florida was a, a three, three seed, seed. Yeah. so i'm trying to rationalize it and ryan pointed out i was like it's a, that was an fcs win like that should be not part of this whatsoever at all qualifying yeah. yeah. So, and so I tweeted back to the guys, like, why is this? And they pretty much were like, well, we're trying to include everybody. And this was their achievement or whatever. But I didn't notice this at the time until I went back and started preparing for the show. Uh, They're on there twice. Southern's on there twice. Yep. On there twice for some steel chair celebration, which I no have idea what that no is. No idea what that is. Uh, so and, and I didn't actually care enough to Google it either. I guess I could have, but I was like, eh. Well, I'm so petty. The last thing I want to uh, Google or any search engine to have is another search for something Georgia Southern. I want them to have as few hits as possible. I mean, I jokingly tweeted at them. I was like, shouldn't this be G4? Right. The AAC is P6. Of course, my buddy True Blue Drew from Georgia Southern had to tweet back at me. But I was like, well, they've called themselves P6. Take them off this list. They don't need to be on here. Well, yeah, you're not going to cover G5 and not cover uh, the AAC because then no one's going to listen to your stuff. No one's going to pay attention. Pretty much. I'm sure that's the heart of uh, the, the bread and butter. But uh, And then App State's win over Michigan is a one seed. They were FCS school for like another how many years? Ten years later? Way too many. Beat North Carolina, so that seems like it would be up there. As yeah, a, but, but no, their Michigan win is what's up there. So uh, yeah. it's a little BSE, but I like what they're doing. We won. We did win. Yes, we. I, I didn't even realize that voting was over, but we did win and we advanced. And so now we're going up against uh, CMU for Eric Fisher being drafted first overall, which is kind of a stretch for me. But I would hope we win. 
right now I voted and it kind of gives you the voting afterwards. We're killing them right now. So, uh, I reached oh, out. Yeah, it's open. Yeah. I all the matches are open. So I went through and voted for the ones that I cared about. And, um, yeah, so we're winning right now, but we need some more votes out there to keep it going. I don't know. I don't know how long voting's for probably one or two days. It just it's like one strong share from somebody who's well connected with uh, what is that Eastern Michigan or something Western yeah, Michigan yeah. Central Michigan <clears throat> yeah Michigan's got like so many programs so many yeah. programs it's it's a big state <laughs> <laughs> well is, and aren't, aren't they two states isn't that the state that's got two parts I think so yeah a top half and a bottom half yeah they're yeah. a hand right no I thought Wisconsin was the hand mm, maybe yeah, I don't know my friends from Wisconsin always describe it with the hand. Oh, okay. But then, um, uh, so Southern did advance in both of their matches as well, but yeah, they are expected. But they are losing in both of their next matchups. So, Ooh, are they? Yeah, yeah. Wow. Uh, and obviously, their trolls were out, just like you know, sharing that to vote and everything. I'm surprised they didn't share to vote against us. But. I'm sure they already have somehow. Did you go to Talent Talk? Because I bet they did. Nope. I don't know if I've ever been to Talent Talk. I have looked every now and again when I really want some delicious tears. So <laughs> when you had a little bit too many sweets, you need something uh, more salty and savory. Yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, Appy also advanced with their win over Michigan, and they're going up against Cincinnati's 2009 Sugar Bowl appearance. I'm betting they win that as well. I yeah. give it to them. Yeah, Coastal's out, Arky's out, USA's out. Um, yeah. Monroe and Troy and Louisiana advance. Louisiana advances because of a 50-yard field goal win uh, in the Noah Bowl. Yay. Did, what was ULM's? Was it, um, was it the win over Bama? Win over Arkansas. Oh. So oh, like Bama. Yeah, it should have been, right? Yeah. I well, I mean, it was Saban's first year, and it wasn't a great year for him, but still. No, that happened in here. Uh, no. The Steel Chair Celebration beat Monroe's uh, – Monroe, uh, Monroe's winning at Arkansas. Man, that was hard to say. Wow. Yeah. So obviously, again, that's that's obviously an example of the um, uh, the Georgia Southern trolls being out there. Yeah. Well, and ULM people don't have the internet, so <laughs> it's true. All they have is duck collars, right? <laughs> that's not that's not including their student fees. <laughs> uh, and I don't want to beat a dead horse, but so they're referring to Southern as GSU and us as Goss State. So come on, come on, group of five guys get together. They're GS or GSU. You know, they why act you, like they're friendly, but then they do things like this. And it, yeah, why haven't you tweeted at them, State of Atlanta? Yeah, I'll, uh, I'll, I was trying to prepare the show notes. So give me a break. I'll do something, whatever. Uh, but but we, have some, uh, we have some late breaking news right now. Uh-oh. This is huge. I need to have like a soundboard where I can like do the, or we might not be able to do update. News alert. What's going on? It's actually a really, really sad thing. Uh-oh. Waffle House is closing all their locations. All of them. Yeah. Yeah. That's huge. That's terrible. So they don't have locks for their they don't have keys for their doors. They don't? Yeah, because they're open 24-7. There was a big thing back when I was in high school in the 90s. People we obviously Waffle House was a hangout spot for everybody. And they said, like, if Waffle House is open 24-7, why do they have locks on their doors? And we actually got an answer to it from one of the managers is um, they're required to have locks because of like you know, state regulations and everything. 
but uh, they do a ceremony when they do their grand opening where they pour cement over the step leading into the door and the keys are actually put into the step. That may be an urban legend or maybe it's Cares. just what they tell Great. people, but that's what I heard. And, I believe it. Yeah, so I guess I guess locksmiths are getting out to all the Waffle Houses and reaching. You know what? I'm going to take that back. It's the internet. I think that person was wrong. But they wow. Wow. 365 locations. Okay. That is what I saw. I saw 365 locations. Yeah. I guess they're closing one a day. Looks like it. God, they have so many. Well, I love it. Not, but they're still takeout only probably right now. Anyway, even the ones that are open, right? You ever gotten Waffle House takeout? Yeah. Just as good as being there. It's great. Yeah, I've done that plenty. <laughs> Most food you get never takeout done that. quite as good because it steams a little bit in the box yeah. on the way home. But no, Waffle House is just as good. Well, um, so Junior's has stayed open, the pizza place in the neighborhood, but um, they're now only taking orders on the phone. They're only letting one customer inside at a time. You have to make the payment over the phone, and what they're doing is they're walking the pizza box out, making you stand at the door, walking the pizza box out, putting it on a table, and saying, you can come get this when I'm back in the kitchen. Wow, they're taking it seriously. Super seriously. <laughs> yeah, I went for a run this morning, and I didn't pass a lot of people, but maybe three and it was funny. I, I was just running along the sidewalk, and uh, they would like see me in about fifty feet out. They would just, like start walking in the middle of the street, so they're nowhere near me as I pass, which I thought was pretty funny. Yeah. The, uh, oh, when I was running, I'm like hacking up a lung too because I have a cough. So. <laughs> yeah, they, they definitely don't like you at all. Yeah. <laughs> it was funny yeah. at work. One of my conference calls, I heard a joke that was, um, you know, it used to be that you would you would cough to cover up a fart, and now you fart to cover up a cough. <laughs> <laughs> that works, right? Uh, yeah, there's a – not talking about going to a local place. There's a uh, Mexican restaurant here in my neighborhood, like really close, walking distance, but I drove. And, uh, yeah, they, they're they kind of similar to what you're talking about, but not to that extreme. They have a, a tailgate pop-up tent out front with a cash flow, a square payment thing. You place your order online. You, you come up there. You put your card into the square reader. You pull it out, and then you, like, do your old signing thing on the screen that everyone else is touching. So – kind of kills that point but uh, then they they have a bunch of coolers out there and they just kind of drop bags of the food and they call out like you know the name and everything but yeah but the cool thing was their uh mayor bottoms now allows uh you to take beer home from establishment. oh thank you dear yeah. Beer. Yeah, beer so, wine. so i got a beer and uh put it and they actually gave me a free koozie too which is great and i put it in the car and i drove back and i drank my beer for lunch while i was working it was great it was awesome nice we went to uh, Taqueria del Sol tonight for takeout only, obviously. Right. I was like, do you guys need to go to Margarita's? They're like, no, it's illegal. It's like, is it? It's not right now. Right now it's not. Can't they seal the margaritas in something? That's that's your problem. No, no, that's your problem. Well, well I don't want to get my place in trouble, so I guess it's a good thing I didn't mention them yet. But no, they were handing out cups of margaritas in, in a in a plastic cup with ice and a straw. But then again, this is in the middle of a neighborhood and a lot of people just like walk up to it. Yeah. So it's still an open container violation, I assume. But uh, it wasn't like the people getting in cars with uh, drinks. And yeah, I would have thought like the drove. if they could have done a container and then seal it like the breweries do with plastic, you know, like fill well, that up. But dry, you know. dry County Brewery up in Kennesaw posted you can buy – at like uh, Lowe's and Home Depot, you can buy milk jugs that are like un like for use of something, whatever. Mm -hmm. And like they, they were recommending to all the bars to go buy the milk jugs, and they basically turn themselves into a growler shop, and they could 
pour a bunch of pull, pour a gallon of beer in there and close it up and send it out. So yeah, yeah, but, um, the market provides. They did have margarita and mix. I don't, I don't want to get political, but I'll say this one thing because you know I'm the host, so I can say whatever I want to say. Is uh, if this is cool to do now, why is it cool to do forever? Like yeah. maybe that's my point. Maybe this should just be the new norm. Like, don't change it back. They had already started talking about allowing grocery store delivery to cover beer. So it makes complete sense that restaurants should be able to do the exact same thing with their to-go orders. Well, and for a long time, the grocery pickup, they couldn't even put alcohol in it. You'd have to run inside. But now they, not even in this crisis, but they, they, um, they started allowing it a couple months back. So. I like the grocery pickup. We do we do the grocery delivery now, but I like the grocery pickup. But at my Kroger, people just use those spots as regular parking spots. Oh, I, well, yeah. So mine, it's like off to the side. It's like way in the back. It wouldn't even make sense to do that. I know ours is like right up front, like primo parking. I'm not surprised. Yeah, yeah. So <laughs> it's annoying, but whatever. Um, yeah. One other thing that uh, some entertainment stuff was going on that I think is really cool and uh, makes a lot of you know sense for us to talk about is the NCAA March Madness Twitter account is doing something similar to Group of Five Guys and they're doing uh, best shots, best plays in March Madness history, NCAA tournament history, and of course RJ's the shots is up in there and doing nice. well, doing well. It is yeah. doing well. But wait, we can vote. Is it a is a is a people's choice? Yeah, yeah, you can go in there and vote for it, for sure. Nice, I had no idea. Voting opens Thursday. Oh, yeah, voting opens Thursday for the next round. He's in the Sweet 16? Yes. He's in the Sweet 16 right now, and he's up against Bryce Drew, um, uh, Valpo 98 winner. Look, I don't even know who that is, so. Yeah, yeah. You want to take a look, because we're going to, since we're doing video, let's try a little something here. All right. I I have the ability to uh, show everybody this particular shot here we go share computer sound oh we gotta watch an ad for uh oh no uh, Sykes, carter pressure it's to jenkins the drew for the win gone oh! they did it drew did it that was that was pr- pretty amazing that was pretty good. That's going to be a tough battle. Yeah, I mean, it's good. I agree. But, uh, I mean, it's, it's a great shot. It's a, gr- it's a fantastic shot. However, really the most impressive thing about that, so you got two things that happen. The second thing that happens is a guy shoots a three-pointer. First thing is a guy inbounds across the entire court, across yeah. everybody, precision-like to the guy that's going to make the shot. That's what's impressive about it. That that is yeah that is the impressive thing that that I just watched exactly so and they, how many seconds were on the clock when they started do you know uh, do you remember two, I think I, I forget nothing uh, just for re- just just for reference I think that we can actually take a look at RJ's shot oh, nice because uh, I always take an opportunity to watch this one I do this weekly anyway so what are they doing what are we doing Coach falls down. Uh, he's on the ground. Someone get him up. Oh, he's rolling around. I'm over there. You can see my head. Alright. So That was the best. <laughs> so where that one I think wins out, because there's two things that happened there. And one is a phenomenal shot. 
and the other is the coach falls off the uh, off the stool onto the ground. I think the comeback was awesome too. I mean, we were down what 12, 13. We, yeah, I don't know. Was it double digits? I thought it was like eight or nine. We were down. I forget. No, it was double digits. Yeah, like. Our comeback was awesome. For- uh, TJ getting past the ball there for a second and then just being like, uh, I don't know what to do. And he's like, give it to RJ. That is my favorite <laughs> part of the whole thing. Is he, I think he was at one of the spring tours and I interviewed him about that. And you know, what were you thinking when RJ passed you the ball? And he was like, I don't want this. It's like, because he <laughs> RJ passes it to him and TJ's like, immediately like right back. And like, <laughs> no, and wrong I'm, person. Exactly. It's like, I, I'm TJ, not RJ. You're RJ. You're not yeah. – you got this. But it was um, – I cut the clip uh, before uh, the rebound happened on the other end. It was TJ Shipes that got the rebound, that got us a chance for that shot. So he's just as much of that as RJ is. But, well, shit, no, he's not as much. He's just a lot. No. <laughs> no. So of those two, bias aside, which one do you think deserves to win? Uh, I yes, just I don't, I don't understand the question. I, it's like, <laughs> because you can't put bias aside? Yeah, no, of course not. I mean, we're all sitting here wearing our Georgia State gear, all blue. Yep. You know? Did they have a comeback of over 10 points? Yeah, I don't know what that is. I also don't, don't know what a Valpo is. I'm a, I'm a homer, too. I mean, I'm just going to put it out there. Recent and relevant. How about that? Yeah, I think that, the, that how uh, recent – the uh, RJ shot was and the fact that coach Hunter went on that season to be on TNT and doing all kinds of other things kind of became a known person. I think that we have a real good shot at winning this one. So making it to the elite eight. Yeah. People were excited about that though. I mean, I've had people that are like not Georgia state fans, people in other States even that were like, when, when they find out I'm a Georgia state fan, they'll tell me about that. Right. I mean, that entire arena was excited that day. Oh, yeah. Well, because who was it? Uh, what was the game afterwards? Was it the Xavier guys or something? Whoever it was, it was like the um, school that either had beef against Baylor or just like liked pulling for the underdog. So when we started making that that comeback, the crowd, the entire crowd, like our little section, which is right, right over there where the shot was, uh, was going crazy. But like the entire arena started really getting into it. I was – that was fun times. Nice. I want more of that in my life. So let's see. We would face <laughs> I want to know who we'd face. We'd face UMBC 2018 or CJ McCullum 2012. Not that what happened. Obviously UMBC was super low seed, right? Upset right. PA. So all right. Yeah. <laughs> you could make it to that round and then we'll probably lose to UMBC. Uh, vote him against Thursday. I'll try to remember to tweet it out to everybody and uh, you guys share it. We'll try to get some votes for uh, RJ. Get him up in the polls. See if we can make it to the Final Four. It'd be great. I think, I think, I think that shot is Final Four material. I really do. I think it's all the way material. Well, it's all yeah. the way material. If you're Final Four, you can make it all the way. It's, just it's the best basketball I've ever seen. So. How many fans? <laughs> and you watch a lot of college basketball. Tons of it. I mean, it's been on in the same room as me for my whole life. So. You have no idea. You can't even tell how many times it's been on, right? Yeah. <laughs> uh, so a pretty heated topic on Panther Talk this week was whether or not this whole quarantine deal is going to have an impact on the start of college football. And again, not to get too political. I feel like we're getting political. Really fast here. This isn't political. 
Well, they made it a little. Well, they made it as political as this whole coronavirus thing has become. Yeah, I find it hard to imagine that this is going to push that far into it. But better not. But I could see probably like a stage thing. All right, you know, because the way they were before, all right, no more than two hundred fifty people can get together at a time. No more than fifty. No more than ten. Now is where we're at. And I think at some point it's like say goodbye to your family, go out alone. You're Forrest Gump running West Coast by yourself now. It's always going to be able to happen. But the opposite should happen the other direction. It's like, all right, now we're cool. We're going to do a few weeks where we can do 10 people together or 50 people together and start building back up. I don't think they're going to go back to, all right, uh, Michigan, fill the big house. Like 110,000 people get together all at one time, right? By, by um, late August or early September, you don't think so? No, I, I don't so. know. I, I, mean, I, I don't know. I, oh, I yeah, just, no, I, I mean, I, I, I think we'll be – We'll be done with it. By I, I agree. It'll it it might it might be lingering, but um, but we will be out and and about. People aren't going to be stuck in their houses for that long. I did like the comment that somebody put on Panther Talk that um, this is all fine and dandy right now. You start messing with college football and NFL, and people are not going to handle having to stay home. No, which I well, and I'm I'm gonna bring up the ridiculous thing, but it really depends on how valuable coaches really think like spring practices and um, other practice schedules. If they're like, well, we can't do it because they're not conditioned, right? That might end up being something that impacts the start of college football. So we have to have our team on secret conditioning, getting just stout and ready to go, while Alabama does my whole Olympics get fat, dumb, and lazy thing. Yeah, and we come out in week two. Forget you're playing Georgia State and lose. <laughs> exactly. exactly. I mean, I would I would hope that the coach uh, strength and conditioning coaches could still you know be sending them training packages and telling them what to do. But I mean, they're not, they're still not going to have like the facilities at home. Yeah, because gyms are closed. closed. Yeah. Right. But you know, for the most part, just like run forever, <laughs> keep that yeah own that condition going. You know, and you can even do strength training without any weights. I mean, you can you know, there's there's all kinds of different methods for all that stuff, but it's just not going to be as good. So no, you won't be to the same level. Plus, just the nutrition as well, because you know, yeah. you're at home with mom and she's cooking the the fried chicken and the macaroni and cheese and the pasta salads and all that kind of stuff that you grew up loving and is actually great and making me hungry. Pasta, right salad. pasta salad? What are you talking about? Oh, pasta salad. Oh. I, was talking about, I know other people like that. I was trying to think. Oh, okay. I'm like, I was, I was all on board with everything you were saying. You said pasta salad. Macaroni and cheese? Yeah. Fried chicken, macaroni and cheese. I'll eat that every day of my life. Uh-huh. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. My wife disagrees. She does not like fried chicken, which is if you – she's from up north, and that's just like absolutely – you can believe that when she says she does not like fried chicken. He's objectively so, wrong. I mean, of course. So did you know that like, like chicken and waffles though is, is, was created in Brooklyn. Was it really? Yeah. So like being from the North is a sad excuse. That's, that's not, that's not real. Right. She's broken somehow. Some well, piece yeah. of her Fort, is Fort, not from New York, but she's not from that uh, cesspool that is uh, the islands of New York. She's from she's upstate, right? Yeah, she's upstate. She's actually cool thing is her hometown, as small as it is, like I think it's like less than a hundred thousand people. They have all kinds of unique foods themselves. Like they have like all kinds of uh, like menus that are just Utica, it's Utica, New York of Utica foods. Uh, chicken rig. They got their own beer. Afternoons. Uh, they have their own beer up there. There's uh, something else I'm forgetting right now. They have all kinds of great stuff up there, um, and it's it's good food, but it's not chicken and waffles, which is awesome, and uh, it's not southern food. But, uh, but back on this affecting college football starting, 
there was a thread on the Sunbelt board on CSN and someone posted out there that if this does affect it, this could shut down programs because some schools need this money and revenue, everything to keep the a program afloat. And you could see some of the smaller programs getting shut down. And actually, I think the topic of the thread was, should the P5 programs be under any obligation to make sure the smaller programs stay around? And they don't. That's not nope. the responsibility. Was no. especially you're talking about why should a school in this state make sure a school in another state is still able to have football? That makes no sense whatsoever. Nope. Especially when you're not even playing them ever. But um, I mean, uh, so, so there is there is an argument to be made that there there might be an incentive for some school to do that to say like, okay, well, we'll stick you on our schedule and we'll prepay you or something like that just to. Uh, because because the P5 schools do need to schedule G5 and FCS programs, smaller schools, to basically sell their um, season tickets so they can get six season, uh, six home games for season tickets. Right. So um, there's there's actual incentive for that. They're not obliged to do it, but they may decide to do it, you know? So maybe I'm putting on my, my blue sunglasses, but I feel like even if things get delayed for an entire season, Georgia State as a university has got enough money and everything to, to push this through somehow, some way. I mean, you know, we have a 40 acres of land comes available in downtown Atlanta and we're like, Oh yeah, we'll just go ahead and get that. No, no bigs. So I feel yeah. like we can keep this going. If something did happen and I, and I don't think we're going to lose the entire season. I'm not even I'm advocating for it. I don't think it's going to happen, but if something does happen that maybe you miss a game or two and it has an impact on other schools that have to do something, maybe this is a reshuffle and the conference stuff that kind of comes up later on. I don't know. Yeah, I don't even really want to think about any of that. That sounds terrible. No delays. Sorry. No, no delays, yeah. Listen, yeah. no sports right now is terrible. It is It is absolutely no horrible. I mean, no there sports is, in the summer, no sports in the fall. I can't even imagine. Yeah, and this is already a downtime for college sports because, you know, uh, right now March Madness is going on, but as soon as that's done, you know, as sad as it is, the other sports do not get a lot of mention. A little uh, uh, watching with the baseball and the volleyballs, track and field, all that kind of stuff. The tennis and the golf. But uh, you normally have at least Major League Baseball going on right now. It's something just to have on in the background, whether you're into it or not. It's There's always a game. There's always a Major League Baseball game on. That's, that's what I, one of the things I like about how many games there are in, in baseball. There's always a game on. You can always get into it. Yeah, that's why I dump Major League Baseball and I go with MLS soccer. Yeah, they're done too. <laughs> they know how to tailgate. That's all I'm gonna say. No, yeah, no, it's, no, they know. I've, I've been to United Games. They're, they have a good time. It's it's awesome. Yeah, it's rough. Like that's gone. Like everything that takes up all the time to football is gone. And it's not. Like, it's not like you can replace it with something else. It's not like all right. Well, you know, I'm gonna go check out all these restaurants that I've never been to before. Or marble racing. <laughs> exactly. Like no, like no, no. Here's what your options are. What you're going to do is you're going to stay home and you're not going to watch sports and you're not going to leave your house. That's that's it. Stay at home, not watch sports. Yep. I've been catching up on some video games, so that's good for you. Yeah, yeah. I uh, not, not not had that ability so far. I've been playing the latest Star Wars game. Oh, I, I have that game. It's been yeah. purchased. I have gotten so far. It is actually out of the shrink wrap packaging, and I've opened it up and looked at the disc. That's it's um, it's it's pretty good. It's pretty good. But um, they've already teased that you're gonna need it for some of the content, some of the like the theatrical content that's gonna come out. So there's absolutely the main. There's nothing theatrically scheduled besides Mandalorian. 
Really? No, and that's not theatrical either. But well, um, yeah, yeah. I mean, that's that's, that's also but the main the main character is a famous actor. He's been like digitized. So. Huh. Yeah. I actually thought about getting a, a Nintendo Switch, but you can't get those now. They're like, they're sold out everywhere. Oh really? Oh yeah. yeah. Well, we've got one. <clears throat> yeah, I don't have it. Like, I just have an Xbox 360. I don't have any new consoles. Jesus. I know it's weird. My imagination died, Ryan. And I wanted to get it back. I was going to get a Nintendo Switch. I was like, sure, I'll get that. Why not? Well, you can get... There's no good games. You can probably get a no. Switch Lite, but Switch Lights are stupid. No, I wouldn't want that. Yeah, I want like a, Is it like a light switch? Exactly. No, it's actually... It is a light switch. And you just go over to your uh, doorway and you just play the game right right there. So PS4 or Xbox One? Uh, we got PS4. PS4? Yeah. Right? I have Xbox One. So obviously PS4 is the answer. Yeah. <laughs> technologies don't even work, so <laughs> trust me, I'm thinking about buying one of something. Do it. I did it I did it because it's uh it seemed like it was a better media center, but I think more of my friends have PS4s. So got it. Uh back to something related to Georgia State and everything. Uh there was an article about Jojo Toppin that I thought was kind of interesting that came out. Uh, I'm sure Ryan did not read it. Tim, did you happen to catch it? I did catch it, yeah. Not, not much to it, but I just thought it was kind of interesting, wow. uh, his connection with Lanier. Uh, that they, I, he'd gone to a Tennessee camp, and Lanier was big on him then. And yeah. Now, now he came to state and um, followed he him. He wants to lead. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, he wants to lead. So, um, Was he one of the bench players this year? Uh, was he one of the bench players this year? I feel, there were like three people who were benched who were like right. probably yeah, starters, yeah. right? You're right. Yeah. Oh, he did yeah. say that he has the goal, a very interesting goal. He wants to be the defensive player of the year for the Sun Belt. Right. I'm like, okay, I'm sure. I'm, I'm down for that. Nice. So, we don't and, play that. But sure. That was not in the article. Someone on PT on Panther Talk said that. So I'm just stealing what they said. I actually steal a lot of things from Panther Talk. Well, wait, was it Ed? Because Ed just knows this stuff. I don't, yeah, I don't know it, how. It was a likely Ed. It was a likely <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, that, that's cool. He does it's, have uh, a lot of stats. Yeah, it's, yeah. No, it's, he has a lot of insider information. Like, who are you, man? Like, where? <laughs> he, he's just, maybe, maybe he's like a plant, right? He's really yeah, not, have you guys not met him before? He's come out to uh, watch parties and stuff. Yeah, I've met him. Yeah. I probably have. I don't remember. We drink too much there. Yeah, he's he's a nice guy and like, but he's he's got nothing to do with the athletics department, and he, he just always knows everything. He works in sports, but not for Georgia State sports, I don't believe. Right. Okay. And I just learned that in the post he made today. There's another article, or an actually an article. Uh, uh, Tim, you uh, messaged us that Cavante Ivory leaving the program. Yeah. Which apparently, uh-huh. uh, honestly, I'm I'm horrible. I'm, I'm a horrible, horrible fan. I talk about like not knowing stats or paying attention to stats. I also have a really bad time paying attention to players that are not like like the faces of the of the sport. So my right. response to Tim when he says he's out was, "And what sport does he play?" <laughs> yeah, so does he get a lot of playtime? I mean, like, what are, what are how many minutes are we losing per game? You know, not a, not a lot, not a lot of points. Um, yeah. So towards it's the not, end of the season, his minutes came down. He's got game. two more years left, so. He decided that he's, I'm assuming, saw the writing on the wall, the talent coming in, the talent that yeah. he's been playing against with on the bench and practices, and was like, all right, uh, I'm probably not going to get any more minutes. I'm not going to be a starter. So right. I'll put my talent somewhere else. So, um, I mean, that's a good sign, right? 
it, it goes into what I was saying, where there, I think there were, there were two or three people on the bench this whole year who were just um, not allowed to play. They were like not qualified or whatever. Yeah, NCAA transfers. And yeah, stuff. yeah. So yeah. they were like they're bent right in the bench, but they're presumed starters. So like, it's like ideally you want to have a player to come in there and play their entire like full term at your school and graduate and everything. I that's not really realistic in basketball uh, for the at least the blue chips. But as bad as it is to have a guy think that he needs to leave the program after uh, coming in as a freshman, it just is a testament to how much your program is building. Like you were able to recruit better than him years after he had been there and yeah. he was his playing time. So best of luck to him. I hope he does well wherever he goes. Yeah. But, uh, uh, I think this is just a sign of the continuing growth of Georgia state basketball and it getting better and better. Yeah, yeah, I think it's a, I think it's a smart move on his part. He he can see he's not going to play, and he wants to play, and he doesn't want to sit on the bench, and you know he doesn't want to be the scrub, right? Right. So he wants to you know go on to a different program. He knows he's and, not going to play. And if he has any chance at doing any kind of professional mm-hmm. basketball whatsoever at all, whether it be in Europe or anywhere else, you you got to have some playing minutes to show. You got to play, yeah. You have that tape to show people what you can do. That's what I don't understand about why recruiting for lesser programs is is so hard. Just in general, like across the board, it, it seems like with you know the technology we have in place in 2020, NFL, NBA, MLB, those people are going to find you, no matter what school you go to. I mean, you could go to you know Sisters of the Poor or whatever whatever joke people make, and people are going to find you if you're out there like balling, you know. Right. Yeah. If you have game tape, people are going to find you. I mean, we have a pro day at Georgia State, just like every other uh, FBS program does. I mean, there's plenty of FCS and Division Two yeah. people that have made it in the NFL, and uh, I'm, I, I assume NBA. I don't know, but um, uh, I don't watch NBA that much. But you have to have the game tape. Like, you have to get on the court or field or whatever. Like that, they're not just going to take your practice or your your you know your, right. your pro day stats, which might be off the charts, but like. That's not going to be enough. Yeah, yeah. Well, and then also, you're going to get better when you play the game. You can practice and practice all day long right. against your teammates, but you're going to get better when you're actually getting game right. uh, time experience. And uh, yeah, there's nothing better than that whatsoever at all. So this is a good move. I think it's a smart move for him. Shows that he has some some drive and ambition. He's good head on his shoulder. So best of luck to him. Hopefully, he doesn't go to any program that I don't like. Uh, but uh, I'm sure he, I'm sure he's smart. Maybe if, he, if he's this smart, he wouldn't do that. Right. Yeah. So, uh, speaking of programs I don't like, uh, Southern's basketball coach left. Good for him. Yeah, I went up to JMU. <laughs> Is it good or bad? I don't. You know, I mean, I don't think it really matters. Well, I'm just happy. I'm just happy for him. That's all. Uh, getting out of Statesboro. Yeah. <laughs> or, yeah. yeah, he got paroled. He got out of Statesboro. <laughs> I, I, I don't. I don't know any of the ins and outs of this, but you know, congratulations. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, he's from Virginia, so I think he'd probably want to get back. I mean, anywhere else but Statesboro is probably better. I'm assuming he's married, and I'm assuming his wife was like, I don't care where you get a job offer. You're getting me out of this place. And he's like, hey, hometown came a-calling. It's just like, I'm already halfway out the door. So this will be interesting because Southern just got a new athletic director, and so he's got a quick test to replace – What's been a competitive team in the Sun Belt? I really hate that this dude takes off getting two wins against us at home. It's um, it's actually like what they've been able to do on the basketball court has been pretty crazy because they've never been that good at it. 
And then they come into the Sun Belt, and all of a sudden they're competing with us. And we we were just you know destroying the Sun Belt. Right. Besides, like ooh la la, and then Georgia Southern comes in and is basically you know competing with us. Yeah, they, they had our they had our number for the most part this season. We <clears> got <throat> at home, they got us at home twice, but uh, yeah. I, well, we don't count that last. Right. It doesn't make any sense uh, that all of a sudden they just got better in basketball. And that didn't happen, right? It didn't. That, that last game didn't happen. They canceled the tournament. It, I don't know if you heard. Uh, it doesn't count. My, my my head cannon. It does not count. Yeah, it's 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 yeah, yeah. it's canceled. And Tim, you need to take a little break. You need to talk to somebody at the house there. I am getting a contactless beer delivery. Oh, there you go. Um, it's apparently the wrong beer. I ordered the wrong one, so I'm getting a different one. <laughs> what? Did they All bring right. up, like, multiple things of beer, and then you're like, yes, no, yes? Uh, one was Stay Gold from Creature Comforts, and one was Get Comfortable from Creature Comforts. But they only had Stay Gold, and I wanted Get Comfortable. Okay. It's fantastic. <laughs> Those are stupid expensive beers that I bought. And I was like, well, I'm going to be quarantined at home. Why not? All right. It's only, it's only uh, 20 bucks for a four-pack of Stay Gold. Oh, my God. Tall boys, 16 ounce, but still okay. yeah. expensive. It's, expensive. it's limited release, blah, 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 blah whatever. All I mean, right. I'm out of beer, so all I've got is wine right now. Yeah, as I say, I thought you were drinking wine. Yeah, but you have a bottle. You, you, you know how to show up right there. I mean, you're ready. Why didn't you just like walk over to Junior's and just buy like a six pack of beer from them? Uh, well, you'd have to buy six beers, not a six pack, uh, which I know is a distinction maybe not worth making, but... Uh, I tried to go to Halfway Crooks, and they just decided to take Monday and Tuesday off. I, they're going to be open tomorrow. I, they were just like, you know what? We're taking a we're taking a little sabbatical. All right. Obviously, not fans of the program. They're not uh, being there for you, man. It's sort of weird. I mean, like like I was really confused about it, and then I went on the website, and they've got an article that's just like, yeah, we decided to close Monday and Tuesday. Okay. Well, it's, it's rough for everybody right now. They're trying to figure things out and. Uh, I don't blame them. They're only doing takeout, so I'm even when I went there, I mean, because they don't. I mean, they they serve food. They're they're not like all restaurants. That's uh, not their primary, no. Yeah, so I guess they're they're just doing um, takeout beer, growlers and crawlers. And you can you can order whatever, but uh, yeah. Boom. What creature comforts Allagash? You didn't mention that it was a, a collab. Like a yeah, yeah. That's Allagash a nice. Belgian style IPA should be pretty good. Oh, that sounds gross. No, it's really good. Get comfortable is really good. I've got my Pinot from Oregon. There you go. <laughs> or Washington or Seattle, wherever that place is. No, 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 Oregon. I know that for wine. The hot zone. That's where you got it from. The hot zone. Uh, yeah, sure, whatever. <laughs> uh, there was another article that College Football News put out this week. It was like a, uh, they're way too early look at the 2020 opponents and uh, – Looky there, we are a early opponent of Alabama in 2020. They have us winning, right? Yeah. Well, I think. Well, I think the Vegas line out is us by 12, right? Nice, nice. That's, Vegas that's, knows, man. Those people they, know. They know. Like, all right, well, if you can beat Tennessee by eight, you can obviously beat Bama by 12. It just <laughs> another year of experience. Uh, no, it, it was actually a really. I don't know if either. I'm. I don't know if either one of you read it. It was a good article. I mean, like. You know, it's it was written by Bama News or something like that. I, I said College Football News, didn't I? That's not who it was. I, it was a twenty four seven article, but uh, they were very complimentary of the program. They uh, didn't mention how much they've killed us in the two games we played against them. 
But they also didn't me- mention Albert Wilson running a touch- touchdown against them either. But, you know. Eh. That was sweet. Why would they? Uh, Their fans were so distraught when that happened. Oh, yeah, because they want that shutout. Like, like, the Penn, like the Penn State people, they want that shutout against a crap program, you know? Yeah, no, the Penn State folks are dead to me. I had such an amazing experience up there. I loved it. I loved every minute of it until they iced our kicker, and then I was like, oh, right, this program is is garbage. Yeah, I hate uh, there's a news program that I watch, uh, and there was this guy that was on it, and he's not on it any longer. But anyhow, they were uh, talking about Penn State that season later on. Penn State lost some game. Yeah. I forget who. I, forget who I, think, I think it may have been in state to some. I don't remember who it was. Anyhow, it pretty much dashed because, you know, one loss at the P5 level takes you out of national contender for the most part. Pretty much. And um, anyhow, the players were all upset and they're rushing off the field. And that coach is um, dragging players back out of, out, of, out of the tunnel. Like, no, you go out there and you shake hands and you do your stuff. You be gentlemen. You be appropriate, whatever. And so the news show that I'm watching they're talking about how great this guy is and this one doing the show who's not there any longer. And I I'm kind of glad cause I didn't care for him. He said, the one thing that I love is like, it's like, Hey, hold your horses. This is the same guy that iced a 52 to zero kicker, a game with a kicker up there. It's like, no, no, no. Don't give this guy credit for being a nice guy. This guy yeah. is totally a jerk, you know? Yeah. So I was like, ah, ain't that bad, Eric. He ain't that bad at all. So, uh, but he's gone now. So I'm not worry about it anymore. But uh, he did one good thing. <laughs> yeah, he, but but he didn't mention. He didn't say it was Georgia State at all. He never said who it was. He just said they were beating a team fifty-two to zero and iced the kicker at the end of the game. Like, ah, come on, just give us give us a little mention. Although I mean, we'll get mentioned for getting blown out again. I don't know. Everything was fantastic except for that. Right? I mean, that moment was just like, come on. Did you go to that game? Yeah, I was there. Really? Creamery with the brewery? Oh yeah, I'm all over that shit. Yeah. Damn it! Wait, we're not on iTunes. I think we ag- I think we agreed that the the S bomb is uh, allowed. Okay, cool. It said it on South Park, so yeah, that was a yeah, that anything was a fun you can time. say on cable TV is fine. I think. Yeah. Yeah, that was a fun uh, like place to visit. Um, the creamery was great with the ice cream they have on campus, and the brewery that's off campus was fantastic. Yep. Um, I had a DD too. It was great. The daycare, right next to the stadium, and everything. Yeah, we well, tailgated uh, all day long. We had uh, daycare because uh, my wife's family lives w- lives there, so we just left Izzy at um, her mom's house and then cruised into. In well, I was making an inappropriate joke about Joe Paterno, so. Uh, yeah, no, we didn't take her anywhere near that. Plus, she doesn't. He doesn't. Re- he's not really into girls, so. <laughs> well, I guess it wasn't Paterno, but he was just in charge. Um, was yeah. Uh, back to Bama. Uh, the. Uh, I didn't know this. Apparently, uh, this will be uh, Alabama's first home game because they're doing the neutral opening game like they do every year because everyone wants to pay them bajillions of dollars to go into their pro stadium. Anyhow, um, this, they renovated Brian Denny Stadium over the uh, break. So, it'll be the first game in their newly renovated stadium. Sweet. Yeah. I, I went What's down that? It's a pretty nice stadium, regardless. Like I've been there twice now. Respectable. It's so game. I don't remember a lot about it because you know, drinking throughout the uh, the pregame and whatnot. But uh, no, it was fine. But yeah, so newly renovated. I guess it'll be a nice little turnout there. What I what I remember is they have the big screens in uh, every corner, right? So there's right. there are four 
big giant screens around the whole thing and right. they're all playing stuff. What I also noticed though was that it was really quiet and I don't know if it's because they were playing like, you know, little old Georgia State, but you could hear the swishing of the of the pom-poms oh, and, wow. then, and then the roll tide, you know, every now and again. Yeah. A lot. Every now and again, yeah. Every other day was roll tide because it's first down. Uh, but but there, uh, you could hear the pom pom swishes. I was like, God, man, this is terrible. They have a really nice stadium. I think it, it just it felt like a spectacle. Like the lights are just perfectly aligned. Like this big screens all in the corners. I mean, yeah, just they spend some dollars. They have yeah, it, it was a nice stadium. Dollars, it's weird to think so. they've dumped more into it. Well, like we were talking about last week about attendance. You know, you've got to do whatever you can to bring people into those stands. You don't want to have. I mean, you don't want to be like the best team in college football and the aerial views show rows and rows of empty seats at the top levels, you know? My question would be, did they make it smaller? I haven't heard. I, I know some people have done that, but I, yeah. I don't remember hearing anything about Bama doing that. Yeah, because I know they were, they were increasing the size every year, you know, building and building up. But, um, but it seems smart, you know, as trends go downward for people, you know, attending games that, that they would make these things smaller. Kind of like, you know, when they did Mercedes-Benz and for MLS, they have a different configuration that seats fewer people. Well, actually, it seats fewer because they close off the top level. Don't they uh, move out the bottom stands too? Don't they move? They can move. They move out a few of them, but you still have your lower level uh, on-field type stuff. Uh, oh, okay. Yeah, I guess it is technically lower, fewer seats, but I think closing off the top bowl takes out more seats than what you're doing in the. Uh, <laughs> but they also did that in a way that makes sense for like TV and like it doesn't look like a bunch of empty seats. It just looks like. Right. right. Yeah, 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 yeah. If you get on there on the field, uh, you can see easily how they can basically drop seats below and they go under the existing seats. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The, uh, the seats above them. Yeah. But that, uh, overall, is a pretty positive article. I like anytime you hear something positive about us in print or um, online. Yeah. Incredibly rare, but getting more and more common. So that's we nice. Score a touchdown this year. Yeah. Well, again, score a touchdown again. <laughs> we scored. Again. Alvin got a touchdown the first time. Will Lutz got a field goal. The only three, only points we scored the uh, uh, second time. I think I think this coronavirus, I think this plays right into us. We have them right where we want them. Like, coronavirus, you can't practice. You know, they're probably practicing. They're probably, like, in some quarantine special place for Alabama football players. They're still practicing. They immediately just put them in a place and said, like, you're not allowed to leave, but you're practicing? (laughs) You're practicing. We're going to bring food in for you. You Free everything. It's an expensive renovation. I just looked it up. It's $92.5 million. $92 million. Yeah. And so if we had, like, people were talking about us building a brand new, if we had gotten a land somewhere to build a new stadium, it'd be like 30 or $40 million to build an, a, a new stadium. Now they spent twice that, almost triple that. Renovations. Renovations. Sometimes it, it costs more to, to renovate, though, right? Because you have to deal with pre-existing structure. Right. They're going to get rid of the fancy scoreboards and go with two gigantic ones instead. In the end zones? It looks like it, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Sorry, uh, oh, there, there was, uh, scoreboards. I think that Georgia State, even with our uh, smaller scoreboard now, we are the uh, 11th largest scoreboard in um, in college football. Really? Yeah. That's not bad. What about G5? Yeah. We were 6th we were uh, with 
the full size Braves uh, scoreboard, and then obviously we almost cut that in half, right? Uh, it's it's a lot. We took a big chunk out of the bottom. Took a of big that. strip out. Yeah, so yeah. we're eleventh. That's that's pretty awesome. Yeah, no, and I I'd lo- I love that a lot of people would try to take that from us, but like we basically replaced the whole stinking thing anyway. So that's, and there's it's not ours. really a way we could put an uh, opposite side or on the other like, but yeah. but for the most part, we put really a small band. scoreboard. The band is really that section that can't really see the that scoreboard for the or have to have to like turn their head away from the stadium. I guess that uh, right field section really can't see it either. But, yeah, yeah. That that wasn't anything I wanted. That's what I wanted to talk about. Is just start talking about scoreboards, and so that came up. Um, I don't have anything else for this. You guys um, have any final thoughts or anything you wanted to talk about before we uh, head on on to uh, last call? I don't. No, let's last call it so we can start cursing. I got, got I got some um, Falcons. Stuff talk about it was a big week for the Falcons. Ooh, I got yeah, I'm excited about that. Yeah, so we talk about that. All right, well, um, uh, thanks everybody for listening or for watching. Hope you enjoyed it. Uh, let us know. Uh, we got some decent comments, some good comments last week. Uh, thank you to Ryan. Thank you to Tim. And uh, we will talk to you guys uh, next week. Bye, y'all. Bye. That's it for us this week. Thank you for listening. Please follow us on Twitter at State of Atlanta or on Facebook at facebook.com slash State of Atlanta. And if you enjoy what you're listening to, please rate and review us on your podcast app. Thank you very much and go Panthers.